Tuning into the 45th Journalism Ecolloquium Podcast. Ever wondered how traffic lights can know when to turn green? Have you ever sat and wondered why some traffic lights in you know the roads you commute they give you this 199 seconds timer? No, no, no. Shah Alam. 300 seconds. I could have probably cooked two cups of instant noodles by the time it turns green. That's quite long. But believe it or not, it's not there to taunt you or give you a bad day, actually. Okay. It's actually there to regulate congestion in the bigger picture. Ah, I see, I see. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the 45th Journalism Ecolloquium Podcast brought to you by the final year journalism students of UITM Shah Alam. My name is Fahmi and I'm Fuad and today we'll be speaking on another topic that is closely related to artificial intelligence but let's put it into context. We are going to talk about how artificial intelligence and data is integrated in our transit systems. So Fuad, maybe you could speak a bit on what is actually AI and how is it integrated in our transit systems. So, um, actually, AI in transit systems has been there for quite a while, you know. It's not about uh, the battle of man versus machines like Skynet and Terminators, but it's actually there to help streamline all the day-to-day operations of the transit systems like buses and trains. So, when you talk about buses and, uh, let's say, uh, other means of transportation, let's say we put it in a context in a city such as in Kuala Lumpur, is there any such integration of artificial intelligence in uh, the day-to-day uh, commute systems in Kuala Lumpur? So actually there is. Um, you've been familiar with uh, rapid KL buses, right? Yes, I have. Of course, you're, you're, you're familiarized with the buses. Born and bred in Kuala Lumpur, of course. <laughs> so my digging around has brought me to find that Prasarana, the mm-hmm. holder of uh, uh, the Rapid KL buses okay. have their own stuff for artificial intelligence in tra- helping track the buses, you know? I see, I see. You know, uh, when you talk about how tracking works, it reminds me of uh, in an old or classic movie uh, set in New York where they have like uh, the radios in their taxis, like police radios where the HQ would... Uh, communicate with the taxi drivers. Is it like that, or is it somewhere different now? Yeah, it's a bit. It's a bit uh, like that, but it utilizes GPS okay. and data systems. Uh, RapidCal calls them the fleet tracking system for the buses, and also passenger information system. So basically, what it does is it tracks every single bus in the Kuala yep. Lumpur area. Yep, all one thousand four hundred fifty of them. One thousand four hundred fifty of them. Using yep. GPS. Yep. According to um, Prasarana R&D Project Development Division, mm-hmm. it is actually with the passenger information system, you go to the bus stops and you see those little uh, TV screens. Okay. You see that um, you have a bus, let's say it's bus 105, mm-hmm. and it says on the screen that, all right, your bus is five minutes out and three minutes out, and two minutes out. And that's not just from a schedule. It's actually live updates from the bus itself. So basically, while I'm waiting at a bus stop, it's providing me with live updates on where my bus is currently is or whether or not it will arrive. Yep. Picture this. 
a small GPS box and a small computer inside the bus, All right. relaying live information to the satellite on its um, location. And that, that location is beamed right through to Replicale's control center and then sent to you on the screen. Satellite navigation, SatNav basically. Uh, it's like Waze. Waze, okay. But it's for bus and passengers and also uh, Replicale's operation system. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is how you know if or if not your bus will arrive. We use proper and, uh, how should I say it, very sophisticated tracking system actually. Uh, yep. Not unlike the old days. Okay, alright. And Fahmi, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, you have something about our uh, a colloquium guest, I think, for the next yes, slide. Yes, actually, if you did tune into the uh, Sasaran YouTube channel, uh, which is uh, where you can uh, look up in YouTube, uh, it is S-A-S-A-R-A-N, Sasaran. Uh, one of our panelists, uh, Azif Azudin, who used to, who's now currently a data analyst at CityMapper, uh, based in United Kingdom, uh, who used to work with the center. It's basically an organization which conducts study on public policies and whatnot. Uh, he actually did one research on uh, basically public transportation and uh, public, uh, not public, public commute in the area of Shah Alam, and I find it very interesting. The title of the study was, Is Your Area a Transit Oasis or a Transit Desert? Oh, uh, yeah, my, my data work as a researcher. Yes, that's yeah. yes. Uh, it's a personal yeah. favorite. Uh, yeah. I was amazed uh, to see the data and how you uh, break it into other components, you know, from the uh, frequency of uh, transportation yeah. there to the property, uh, the yeah. correlation with the uh, property margin, I think. It was fun yeah. reading. Yeah. You can tell you can tell that a lot of my frustrations in as being a student in Shalam back then translated into yeah. <laughs> the work. So still, still something. Still something. I'm sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Transit coverage the Kat Shalam is not I it's still not good. That was one of uh Azif's audio acts that we had from our colloquium. So does that mean all right, in my mind, transit oasis and desert. I imagine it in it's like a you know how a desert should be. Hot and sparse and where the oasis are is where all the waters are. Is it roughly the same? That's exactly the analogy that I would use. So basically, when you when he says a transit oasis, it's basically an area where it is easy for the public to commute. There is accessibility to um, buses, bus stops, uh, where whereas a transit desert, like you said, basically there's nothing. It, it's hard for you to get from one place to another uh, without utilizing uh, public transport. Okay. So basically, I'm just going to give a gist uh, of the study. I'm not going to go through a full length of the study, but if you do want to read up on uh, the study that Azif and his colleague Nelita Omar conducted in 2020, you could go on uh, the internet and search for Is your area a transit oasis or a transit desert? Or just use the slug transit oasis by the center. And I don't want to go through uh, explicitly on what he said. But basically, what I find very interesting is that he used four, actually, four sources of data. So basically, as we are talking about artificial intelligence and how data is integrated, so I just want to highlight on how he used four uh, key points for a study, which is the Geographic Information System, GIS. Basically, it's a data of transit points, mm -hmm. land use data, median prices of residential properties, and also walkability radius. So as if crunch all these numbers into his research and then push it for people to read? Yes. And what makes it more interesting is that is how he connected the dots from how GIS, the data of transit points, is connected to the land use data 
and to other two key points, which is the medium prices of residential properties and walkability radius. So basically, he connected all these in uh, making a clear analysis of whether or not uh, certain locations in Shah Alam can be defined as a transit oasis or a transit desert. Very interesting. You should read it up. Yep. Um, you should send a link to me and I'll check it out too. Will do. I will do because I find it very interesting and very interactive. So for all of our listeners here, if you do want to read up on uh, Azif's and uh, his colleagues' uh, research, just search the Center Malaysia. you find okay, it all there. Cool. So... Hey there! This 45th Journalism Ecolokium podcast will be right back after this short break. Meanwhile, don't forget to follow our official Instagram and TikTok at Colloquium45 where this year we aim to uncover the future of Mundo reporting robotizations of the newsroom. We are about to continue this podcast now. Plug in your earphones, turn up the volume, and enjoy. With um, we have Azif uh, crunching data and numbers into uh, something uh, uh, akin to helping uh, the authorities uh, sort out public transit in the Shalam area. I also have another example, or maybe a case where AI is being used in our transit systems. This one is very close to our hearts. It's in the highways, you know. Ooh, whenever you mention on highways, all I remember is Hari Raya, traffic congestion, 10 yeah. hours or one whole day congestion. Yeah, talk wow. about the regular morning commute on the federal highway. It takes, yes. it takes two hours to go to KL, man. Yes, I agree. So what is it about uh, in our highways? What does it have for us? So um, there's this um, highway um, provider, which is uh, Prolintas. Okay. Uh, they use uh, ha- artificial intelligence in highway monitoring, you know. So what they did was a smart technology whereby it's called Smart Surveillance Systems S3. Okay. And also, have you uh, watched Iron Man? Yes, I have. I have. So you've uh, uh, well acquainted with Jarvis? Of course. Right, there's the Malaysian counterpart of Jarvis for highways, you know. Okay. It's, it's called Aisha. Aisha, as yep. in A-I-S-Y-A, Aisha. Yep, Aisha. Okay. So, the acronym stands for Artificial Intelligence System Analytics. That's very catchy, very snappy. Yep, and you know what Aisha covers? It improves safety and also um, helps with the highway authorities to help repairs, such as um, surface cracks, uh, maybe... Um, Accidents, helping assist people there, and also you know, having uh, detecting foreign objects on highways as well, and also animals. So basically, what you're saying is, let's say there's a pothole somewhere on our highways, and Aisha could help detect and also inform the authorities to do something about it. Yep, you know how? Go ahead. Well, Aisha is based on a network of security cameras mm-hmm. all throughout the highway, you know, on intervals. And in the intervals, we have um, the feed of the camera right. watching the highway. Okay. And when the, um, when the feed bounces back to Aisha, it helps analyze and then send back to the control center. And you know what's smart about Aisha and S3 system? 
Please do tell. Well, it settles a report for you as well. So it comes up with a report saying what the problem is, maybe mm-hmm. a pothole, maybe an accident, and inform the people, person in charge. That's great, you know, because it informs the authorities directly instead of having the manpower to go and find these cracks or potholes on our highways, and much safer, I think. Yep, that's true. And also, Aisha streams all this data over 4G network, just like your phone and mine. 4G network? Yep. Talking about artificial intelligence and data right there. Yeah, I mean, like, I can't imagine if we have proper 5G accessibility then, Aisha would be everywhere. And complementing it also, they put cameras and sensors on their patrol vehicles. You know those uh, yellow or white cars with yeah, yeah. blue lights on top that mm-hmm. helps you with your, when you have a flat tire? Seeing them on the highway, yeah. Yep. So they put cameras and sensors there. So that cameras and sensor also beams back to Aisha and S3. Okay, so basically Aisha is with the authorities, going yep. everywhere, live. Yep. Mm. And you know what? Mm. Aisha is quite famous. Uh, New Straits Times also reported them. Okay. Back in, and Aisha is pretty new. It's back in 2021, you know. 2021? Yeah. I think the authorities are laying proper foundations to the integration of artificial intelligence. Uh, maybe one day Aisha might have a voice just like Jarvis. We might we not might. know. Mm. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, but st- uh, when you talk about you know Aisha being able to help the authorities to fix uh, leakages or potholes on the highways. I think it's also, it will also do best if other uh, municipalities or state governments to uh, have it employed uh, to cover not just highways but also local roads. Well, that's uh, quite correct as well because mm-hmm. upon my observation, since we're in Shalom right now, mm-hmm. I can't help to wonder what's the, um, you know, when you go to the roundabouts and you see those um, uh, CCTVs mm-hmm. around the roundabouts and um, uh, thoroughfares of Shalom. I believe that's for the traffic management system of uh, MBSA, Shalom City Council. I see, I see. So actually, behind the curtains that we don't see, artificial intelligence is doing a lot. Yep. And also just to add, it's integrated transport information system by so, DBKL. By DBKL. Yep. So it's currently being utilized by MBSA as well. Yep. On a small scale in Shalom. On a small scale in Shalom. Yep. Because as you know, ITIS it has been around for quite a while now. And you see how they have this information boards on the highway, on federal highway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they say that, oh, you have a 20 minutes delay or 15 minutes delay on the yes, yes, And then you can plan your commute. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's how they implement data and AI inside the transit systems in Kuala Lumpur as well. That's good. But I think what would be best, maybe, is for the authorities to expand its use, not only in areas, congested areas such as Shah Alam, but maybe in other places as well in Malaysia, would help a lot because traffic congestion and Malaysians uh, It's like a durian and lemang. What? It's a love affair. That's uh, quite of uh, an analogy. But what <laughs> I would, how I would put it is like uh, there's a Malay term, berpisah tiada basically. So I think if the authorities, the federal government could have it uh, enforced throughout the nation I think we will see maybe in 10 years' time or 20 years' time, who knows? Traffic jams, no more. If uh, if that's the case, I can't wait for AI to be more integrated in our lives, especially in the transit systems. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I think if you want to talk about the integration of our AI in our public transport and uh, 
commute systems, it would take forever, goes on and on and on. But I think it's safe to say that its integration in our commute systems is doing leaps and bounds and it's actually yep, helping the parties. Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah? Can agree with that. So although you might be stuck in a traffic jam right now in your car listening to some music, do know that AI, artificial intelligence, is doing its job sending from data to data to the authorities and also providing you with the latest traffic updates, all right? Yep, that's true because, you know, every time you're stuck in a jam and you see that uh, orange and black billboard that changes every single minute, just remember that all of those are actually datas harvested right there mm-hmm. in front of you and sent to the HQ. Thank you, AI. Thank you for listening to this episode of the 45th Journalism Ecolloquium podcast. Remember to follow us on our Instagram and TikTok at Colloquium45. And don't forget to turn on the notification button for more updates. Stay tuned.